Come pour your tea with the black sea pie. <laughs> Trips that you plan for the next whole week. Bands too long for a nigga so cheap and your flex so deep, your sex so deep. You got it, girl. You got it. Hey, you got it, girl. You got it. yeah. Pretty little thing, you got a bag and now you violent. You just took it off the line, no mileage. Waiting, hitting you the DM, looking violent. Talking while you come around and now they silent. Through the Cooper 17. What's good? It's Adam Chris. I'm here to say whatever because I gives a damn. Thank you all for coming back to the Black Tea Parties episode 35, baby. Um, like I always say every week, bitch, all this shit is alleged. Don't at me because y'all know I got the fuck time. Um, so I'm 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 really my energy is really up today. I'm excited. Um, I have an interview. So um, the order of service. First, we will do a the pour my tea segment, and the pour my tea segment will be the interview. I have another phone interview with somebody I met um, at a, a show, a TV show audition, and we just meshed and clicked, and we fucking vibed, and it's just been a cool setting ever since then. Um, so let me tell you about my weekend. So Friday, Friday I chill, got drunk per usual with my friends. Saturday, um. I actually went out with my consistent friend, uh, quote unquote boyfriend. Bitch, it ain't really my boyfriend, but y'all know my consistent friend. Um, Sunday, I didn't do anything. I didn't go to church. I just chilled, um, relaxed, uh, went grocery shopping. Knowing I can't fucking cook, but I bought food for my grandma. She can go cook it. So, um, yeah, so here we are on Monday. I have had a great day today. I had a dentist appointment. Had to get my teeth clean. Bitch, I am running behind schedule. Um... But the show must go the fuck on. I'm going to give you bitches some content. Um, oh, and my energy is just really hot today because, bitch, I just got some good ass news. Like, y'all finna see y'all, bitch. Look, I don't want to just let the cat out of the bag. I don't want to just say what it is that I got coming up. But I got some big things coming up. Y'all know I just wrapped up a web series show that I was so honored to do. Just just keep on the lookout for Adam Chris, bitch, because I am here. Um... Also, uh, what did I do? Oh, yeah, and Sunday, what I did Sunday, I didn't absolutely do nothing. Sunday, I had play rehearsal. Y'all should be listen, looking, blah, 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 looking out for this play. Um, I think the date we've set in stone is September 7th. That's a Saturday, bitch. I will drop the location and all that um, soon. Um, it's it's um, me and a beauty. You you can only, I'm in this play being myself. So, bitch, y'all know I cut so fool. So, I'm um actually a hairstylist at this beauty, beauty salon. And, I mean, it's just different struggles that people are going through, different situations. It's just really like a beauty shop talk. Like, and y'all know beauty shop, y'all, anything is... It's fair game. Um, tune in, y'all. I'm going to keep y'all on update about this play. I'm excited to be in front of the camera and not behind the scenes as always. But I also have something else coming up that I may be in front of the camera. So like I said, stay tuned for Adam Chris, bitch. But right now, look, let me wrap this shit up. We're going to go ahead and jump into Pour My Tea, bitch. I'm going to interview my dog. If y'all reading the title of this fucking episode, I'm sure y'all already know who the fuck it is. So let's turn the fuck up. What's good, y'all? I got my nigga, my homie. I gotta call him up, bitch, and get him on the line. Um, we uh definitely shot. We tried out for an audition for a show together, and we just matched and we clicked. So let me get Edward on the line. 
Edward. Hey. What's up? How you doing? I am doing great. I am just enjoying my day off. Oh, I know that's right. You lucky because I damn sure didn't have no day off. So. All the time. Day that I can get where I'm not having to do any kind of work. Okay, I know that's right, bitch. So, um, who Edward? I, t- I told them I introduced you as we tra- auditioned for a show together, and I let them know like we just meshed after that, like we clicked, like it was. I mean, it was it was like some in sync shit. Like it was dope. We don't hung out. We don't bar hopped. Like we don't have some good moments together. But we definitely have. Yes, and I do want to get to know who you are a little more. So tell me who is Edward, and let me ask you, what's the what I put P? Is it Penny Poppington? Yes, it's Edward Poppington. That's it. Okay, who is Edward Poppington? Tell me something Edward about you. Poppington is an Atlanta-based denim expert. Yeah. He is all about finding the right fit for everybody type. I can work on any budget. Um, I just just spent a lot of time working in denim, and I really know that other than finding a bathing suit that fits, a lot of people have a hard time finding the right pair of jeans. Mm-hmm. So I have really have just been in the game for so long that I can literally work with anybody. Right. So um, let me let me ask you this. I'm sorry to cut you off. How? Because I do want to ask, since you know so much about denim, like where can I find like the super skinny jeans? Like I can never find those type of jeans. Well, you know, you can really find them anywhere. It just depends on what kind of fit you are looking for. Um, I really like Seven for All Mankind. They have a really super skinny fit. Um, what is it called? Uh, Seven for All Mankind is one of the stores over at Lenox. Um, they oh. have some really great premium denim. But if you really are looking for like brand to brand, I would probably go to like one of the department stores because they'll have a good representation from every major brand out there. But I do know that Diesel also has a really good skinny fit as well. And that's also located in Lenox Mall. Yeah. Um, they have a very friendly staff. Mm-hmm. Um, I know the manager. We work together a lot because we keep up with each other to uh, letting each other know, you know, what's like trending and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And then, street and um so that is one of my go-tos there is diesel oh that's perfect sound like you know your shit bitch well i mean i have been working with denim since like the 90s so that's like a couple of decades Uh, let's get into your age how old are you bitch um i am 42 you know (laughs) my bitch 42 and don't look it at all y'all when i was in audition i was just kind of like that was a crazy day like the first two there so we really did get to there and like Kiki yes. right because we know how messy that could be um so where are you from um i am from burlington north carolina it is uh, the Piedmont region, which is like the middle. So for your basketball fans out there, I'm in between like A&T uh, University and Duke University. So A&T is in North Carolina um, in Greensboro, and then Duke is in Durham. I don't know. So like, I'm in the middle. Okay. Yes. Um located. So you said North Carolina, right? Yes, North Carolina. So how, how was your upbringing in North Carolina? Like... <clears throat> well, um, my parents were high school sweethearts, oh. and they got married, and um, um, 
they were, you know, happily married, and then they had me a little late, mm-hmm. um, and then my little sister came along, and then they hit the Splitsville, which was okay, but uh, we had um, both of our parents in our lives, and a lot of help from, like, family, um, our grandparents. I had a very, very active family, so we were always around each other, um, a lot, I mean, a lot of good times. I had a very happy childhood. Cool. That sounds good. Carolina. So, so with um, Pride just passing, and I did do a, a couple of interviews about um, people's like coming out story and stuff like that. While we we're talking about your upbringing, like, how was it coming out to your parents, or do are you still like DL? Well, you know, I'm definitely not DL, but I really just lived my life. I really didn't have, like, a coming out story, per se. Like, I do remember when I was, like, 18 or 19, I called my mom, and I just sort of was, like, telling her. But she was like, I already knew. So it was, like, not, like, it was just, like, it was, I really wasn't. But, like, recently, like, I've been here in Atlanta for about four years. So, like, I remember when I moved here, my phone had messed up mm-hmm. and my dad gave me like his backup iPhone and it was still linked to his um, iPad. So like he was like getting all of my oh, text messages and stuff. My God. And but you know, I'm a really nice guy. So it really wasn't nothing crazy in there. So all of a sudden, just one day my dad just hit me up and he was like, do you got something to tell me or something? And I was like, what are you, what are you talking about? Daddy? Like, like for real, what are you talking about? Oh my God. Like, um, like I, I, I see all of your text messages, and, and I was just like, oh my god! I was just like, oh my god! My daddy done read all of these, messages. <laughs> like all of these guys be hitting me up, like all in my damn DM and shit and whatnot. And I was just like, oh my god! But I was like, I thought about it, and I was like, well, shit, it ain't nothing in there. So you wasn't like, sending really, nudes? No, absolutely not. Like I'm like trying to run a like a business, and I'm not. I do not need pictures of me nude out there on the internet even though I know that there are some out there on um, that what is that site <laughs> Bitch, I don't what is that it's like Tumblr T- okay yeah 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 I think we all got a little piece of Tumblr out well, there yeah I mean like that's real fucked up what you did but you go get what's coming to you you go get what's coming to you so somebody like, leaked your shit on there yes you know you I, you would just be surprised how where a hater will come from people are evil they really are and you know i'm so nice and i'm really like a really nice wholesome type guy and i really don't even do nothing to people and whatnot and so to think that somebody would be so mean and disgusting is to put private pictures out there like that it's just just, just disgusting people have no life that's how people it's okay it's okay they did help out my dating life a little bit <laughs> like you like yeah that's me <laughs> no i was like i mean i was like and my people were like really concerned but it's like i would get like DMs from people saying, hey, I think I saw a picture of you. One of my uh, followers actually hit him up and was like, hey, you need to take that down. And the dude was like, I got like 25,000 pictures of how am I supposed to find this damn picture or whatever. Like, damn, is that what you do? Sit up and do that. Like, who does? That's like a hobby. That's fucked up. ruining people's lives, and that's horrible. But at least my picture, my face is not in them, I don't think. But like, at the end of the day, People knew it was me. Somehow. Okay. <laughs> they knew it was me, but I don't want to speak on that too much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bitch. Okay, moving on. Um. So what's what's actually your career? Is it you? Do you style people in denim, or are you a stylist? Or how to? What do you do? Well, I would 
do style people in denim, but I also am also like a coach, so I can really teach you how to get the best fit and mm-hmm. to the point where you don't even need me. So I do take clients, so people will book me, and basically what we'll do is we'll do a fit session and figure out like what works for your body type, what does not work for your body type, how fashion forward you would like to be, like if you just want something, some people just want something for every day, some people are looking mm-hmm. for something because they have an event to go to, but I've worked with like, I've worked um, with like major like shows I don't really I've signed like non-disclosure so a lot of times you can't like name exactly shows with zombies if you just want to say okay definitely work with big shows with zombies Um, (laughs) with guys that wear denim that ride on motorcycles you you get the idea I got you work with the extra right now on a project on a on a reality project that I'm working on right now we have a zombie on the cast but we'll talk about that later okay over a drink or two I have worked, you know, with, like, you know, major, like, shows, and I've worked on small things. I've worked with movies and stuff, but I really like, what I really like is helping the everyday person feel comfortable and sexy in a pair of jeans, and, like, uh, so I appreciate my clients, and um, they keep me, you know, they help me pay these bills. Period. Um, <laughs> and, you know, it is what it is. But, yeah, I do styling, but I do a lot of coaching. And, like, a lot of people who work in retail that might work in, like, a denim department, they don't know a lot about denim. I definitely do coaching with them and teach them everything that I know so that they can make sure. I am going to be going over tips and trends and doing hauls and just, like, really diving into denim as content. Mm -hmm. So just uh, that's something that I'm very passionate about. I've been working with denim since like 1995. Um, I started working for a company called Merry Go Round, and basically we sold like Carl Kana. Um, what is Tommy that? Your Carl Kana, like streetwear, cross colors, um, Tommy Hilfiger, Calvin Klein. We sold every different type of jean mm-hmm. that it was, and so I just kind of fell in love with jeans because like you can dress jeans up, you can dress jeans down. Like back when I was a kid. When they used have rotary phones and stuff like Casual Friday was like some khaki pants and a button down. Mm-hmm. And like now, companies Casual Fridays are jeans and a button up. So yeah. that tells you that times have really changed, and denim has really stayed with it and really like carved its way into the fashion game. And I've always been interested in fashion. I've worked with Atlanta Fashion Week um, numerous years. And so, I mean, I just really started shifting into, like, mainly working with denim around 2011, and that's when I started my Instagram page. And so, from there, I've just been building and building and building, and now we're just getting ready to just take it to the next level. Period. Plug your Instagram, please. Absolutely. It's at um, I am underscore L-I-V-E, I am live, um, or you can just search my hashtag, Edward Poppington. That's Edward Poppington. Hashtag Edward Poppington and just click on the um, the pictures and then you'll find my profile easily. Period. Come on, Branding. You better know what the Please fuck you doing. follow my hashtag if you want to see more content from me. Just follow my hashtag Edward Poppington. Hashtag Edward Poppington. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's right. You ain't got to tell me twice because I'm definitely going to let it be known. Okay, that's how you got to do it, bitch. Um, so let's jump. Let's let's change gears. Um, let's get into relationships. Are you dating? Are you single? Are you looking? Um, I am actually. I, I don't know what I'm doing right now because you know, 
Atlanta is so full of so many different types of shenanigans mm-hmm. that it you feel like you are just like um, in a video game. Like you feel like Super Mario Brothers trying to make sure you are dodged the daggone the toads. Mm-hmm. And you you know, you just it's it's like playing a game. So like I mean there are people that I talk to on a regular basis and then there are like, you know, but here recently I'm gonna just put it all out here because I'm a real ass MFR. So I just recently ran into an ex, um, and it was very interesting because I feel like I kind of ghosted him, and like I ran mm. into him, and he was very happy to see me, mm. and I was very, very happy to see him, and I just was like, we were kind of talking a little bit, and he was just like, just call me, but. I don't think that he realized that he blocked me, and I don't know what to do. So if any of your viewers have any ideas on how a good idea that I can reach this man, other than just going to his house and putting a note on his car or on his door, (laughs) I want to do something a little more creative than that. Bitch, create another account. Account? On social media, is that what you're saying he blocked you from? we don't follow each other on social media. We don't do that. So he he blocked your number. Yeah, so, you know, when I try to text him, I just, nothing happened. Maybe his number changed. No, it didn't. Well, reach out to him on social media. I don't know how to, because I I don't follow my guy. Like, if I'm dating you, we don't follow each other on social media. And you don't want him to know your social media handles at all? Well, no, I don't really care if he knows it. Like, I mean, I don't care if he knows it, but at the end of the day, like... I don't follow him on his, so maybe I should look for him on Facebook or something. Maybe. Yeah, and just be like, hey, um, I've tried texting you, but te- hit me up if you have time and give your number and leave it at that. Okay, I think that's a good idea. I'm gonna think, uh, well, you know, I work at a restaurant. I was thinking about just calling his number from the restaurant. <laughs> so, Alicia Keys, uh, what's that? That's that video. She was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> and I can't. I can't think of it, but you know when she was at the restaurant, no, she was I working. Know, at, I'm not, I was going crazy, so I don't know what that. You, you don't know my name. Yeah, you don't know my name. Yeah, bitch. You forgot you blocked me. <laughs> <laughs> bitch. Yeah, I'm gonna have to insert that song at that point right you there. You, so you know you're gonna have to book me for a follow up on this, so we can, uh, so I can tell you how this all plays out. Yes, that's what I like. I like stories that keep going okay. and going and I going. I like fucked Okay. Okay, so we're gonna move on to the next topic. The next oh, topic. Wait a minute. One, one more thing. If anybody out there, you know, if you see me on Instagram at I am underscore L I V E hashtag Edward Poppington, <laughs> check me out. If you like what you see, hit me up. You know, because I'm single. Yes. I'm, I'm a nice guy. I mean, I'm family oriented. He's I'm nice looking. Um. Most of the time, I'm nice looking, and, <laughs> and I'll keep. I'll make you laugh. Yeah, definitely that. Um, I'll put that out there just in case this don't work out with the ex. Okay. Got to cover all my bases. Exactly. I hate you. Okay, so let's move on. So on my podcast, I do touch on mental health, and because for uh, for a certain period of time, I wasn't mentally uh where i needed to be i was kind of like depressed stuff like that yeah 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 um how do you handle your mental health um like maintain your peace and um 
I know you told me that you did some certain things to like maintain, you know, your your comfort zone and just being at a level head. Like what what helps you maintain uh, your mental health? Well, you know, there are a lot of things that help me maintain my mental health. And one is a, re- a really, really good support system. Yes. You have to have people that are going to be supportive and hold you down and hold you up when you need it. So that's the number one thing that I think you need is a good support system. Mm -hmm. And the second thing that I think that you need is a good sense of self. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Explain. You you really have to know yourself. Like I know what I like and what I don't like. Mm -hmm. And I know my comfort levels and I know if I need to shift you know, into a different zone in order to, because, you know, I feel like I believe in codes, Mm because you know how we all live in codes? Mm -hmm. Um, Like, you know, how you might click up with your friend, but, like, if you, like, at work with a co-worker or something that might not know you that well, so it's only so much that you're going to do to keep on code with them. Correct. I, I live my life in, like, certain codes, and I just make sure that I'm always in a comfort code, you know what I'm saying? So do you say, do you, so? So do you have like different codes for different people? It's like you channel that code whenever you're with certain individuals. Is that what you're saying? I do, yeah, I do. Cool. Because I don't treat people the way I want to be treated because mm. that does not work. <laughs> so I treat people accordingly. Uh huh. When I'm with them, if I know somebody go wild out and be acting crazy or whatever. I'm going to give them their room. I'm going to give them their space. I'm not going to try to trigger them in any kind of way mm-hmm. or whatever because I don't know what kind of what kind of, what kind of day they done had and whatnot. So Correct. I don't have to deal with all of that extra and whatnot. But, you know, you are, that's why I say you have to have your support system because you know you can always let your guard down with your support system. Like, you know what I'm saying? When you're out here dealing with people and you really don't know what their motives are, you don't really know what what they got going on you don't know what kind of extra baggage they got going on with them you have to protect your energy in your space so that's just living in codes that's all that is it's just protecting your space now that's real that was a word because you can't really deal with everybody on the same level and 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 people are very evil out here so you can't really treat people the way you want to be treated because nine times out of ten that's not going to happen it's not and you have to like and and that's how I am. I'm I reciprocate anything you give me. If you give me like attitude, I'm gonna give that back. I know I should take the high road, and I know. Look, when they go like Michelle Obama said, when they go low, we go high. Or whatever she said, honey. But when you go low, I go lower. Like don't play with me. Like I just I just feel like I'm not gonna let just anybody do me any type of way or treat me any type of way. Granted, we should treat everybody the way we want to be treated, but that's just not the reality that we live in, honestly. You're right, but also I just want to say that, like, you know, it's just like, I just sort of learned how to handle certain people. Like, I don't want to say, like, go high, go low, or go lower, or anything like that. It's just like, if you know that you're going to get certain energy off of of a certain person, just be ready to deflect that energy so that it doesn't interfere with your, your interpersonal relationships with other people you know now that's a word and this is why you're my friend i need mature friends to get me out of that mindset as to where i feel like i have to stoop to that other person's level it's not so much stooping as to their level i need to protect my energy like you said exactly exactly and also 
also, with that being said, it's just because when you are um, out here doing your thing, whether, you know, you're doing your show or you're trying to produce, like, a, like some denim content or, mm-hmm. you know, if you're going for your dreams to be an author or whatever your goals are, it's always going to be people around that are going to, like, distract you, whether in good or negative ways. And you just have to be able to channel that energy wherever it needs to go, you know? Yeah. You have to be able to really discern where that energy is coming from and what its intentions are. And I mean, that's how I really feel about mental health because I have a lot of family members that work in mental health. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I just really probably know a little bit more about it than just a person that's just like out here in the streets or whatever. But like from all, and I mean that from all different aspects, from just like maybe somebody being a therapist just to somebody maybe even working in a group home or something like that. Like all aspects of like working with people in mental health. Mm -hmm. Like, I've got a lot of, like, you know, secondhand experience from that, from family members and stuff. And, I mean, I mean, honestly, just to lay it all out on the street, even in my family, we have a lot of mental health people with struggling with their mental health as well. Mm. You know, it's a real thing, and it's in everybody's family. Yeah. Shit. People be trying to act like, oh, not in my family. Everybody's okay. No. It mainly be those families that have the, the main problem mental illness and it's a and a lot of times the black um the black families we sweep so much stuff under the rug and what happens in this house stays in this house that's kind of like what the problem is at this point because i always um try to tell people to seek a therapist because i don't really like going to i mean it's family members that i know i can go to and trust wholeheartedly but it's also a different type of feeling when you have a therapist that's comp- that knows nothing about you that that knows you and you know because it's a, yes yes isn't it's, it's a part of their um a part of their um career that and basically they can't tell whatever you're going through so you know you sometimes you have that thought in your head if you go to a family member about something that you really don't want anyone to know it's always something in your head as to where like um i think they what if they do this what if they open up and tell this because they think it's in my better benefit as that um as having a therapist in that profession they can't say anything they can't go out whatever's in that room has to stay in that room so it's a much more reliable source to depend on and to spew all your shit out on so i always try to encourage people to seek a therapist i agree i think therapy would really really help out a lot of people and i think it should be free exactly i think it should be free because people need it because i honestly feel that so many black people here in america are suffering from um post-traumatic stress disorder mm-hmm. from oppression and 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 that's the, the stem of where this is all coming from it's the systematic oppression that's been going on yeah and we have to think in a certain kind of way and it just puts you in a certain mind frame and that's quite unfortunate but that is really what I feel like is really going on exactly I'm just glad you grazed the surface for us and we can get into your head and see how you handle your mental health so we can move on from that we don't want to get too deep um so <laughs> 
Because <laughs> you know how we can sit over drinks and just keep going and going and going and going. So let, tell my listeners um, what you have going on right now, Edward. What, what can we be looking forward to with you that's coming up soon? Well, as I said earlier, I am going to be dropping that YouTube channel, Edward Poppington. And so we will be the only source for all things denim on YouTube. Yes. Along with that, I am also working on a reality project that is um, in the works right now. And um, I can't really say that much about it right now because I haven't gotten much clearance from production, but I can let you know that it is a reality-based series um, that will be showcased on YouTube. And I think that there may be some talk about some... I don't even want to talk... I don't even want to go there, but anyway, (laughs) it's going to be on YouTube, but it's going to be, you know, just following the lives of some... some... Interesting people. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Do you know what you is, my friend? Yeah. I'm filling the blanks, bitch. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Because, you know, you've seen a little bit of the of the progress. I have. It's, yeah. <laughs> and, um, yeah. So, you know what I'm working with. Yeah. But you will uh, be. You're going to be the star. I already know. Don't say that. I'm sorry. You are, bitch. So, where do you... Okay, bitch. Well, I did because it is what it is. So, tell my listeners, where do you see yourself? This is the final question. Okay. Tell my listeners where you see yourself and what you would like to have within the next five years. Okay. So, right now alone, I'm working on so many projects that I just want to see all of those projects. Mm completed yes. that is it for me within the next five years so within the next five years i want that youtube channel that edward poppington youtube channel to be definitely popping my blog to be going successful i'm also talking with somebody who you got another main big name that i don't want to drop right now on a denim line possibly coming out so a lot yes. of big projects coming up and who knows? Maybe, I'll, maybe you might need a co-host on your show. Of course, <laughs> you know that's what we was gonna set up anyway. But I am excited about it. All those things are gonna come into fruition. We're gonna speak that into existence, honey. Um, and some coins. <laughs> yes, yes. We want to make More this coins. okay. We want to make this our main source of income. All our uh, entrepreneur endeavors. We want that to be Absolutely. our main source of income. Well, I just can't wait to see you again. Bitch, maybe this weekend cuz you know last weekend I had I had got sick this past yeah, weekend. So bad. yeah. But we'll we're going to link up. Um I I'm going to I'm going to edit this and I will get back to you t- uh after I get done Edward. Thank you for coming okay. on the Black Teapot. Thank you for having me and all my little teapots out there. Follow me on Instagram at I am underscore @live hashtag Edward Poppington. I love y'all and I welcome all of y'all to come and check me out. Yes. Okay. All right, friend. Love ya. Love you too. Boo. Bye. Bye. Welcome. I hope you guys enjoyed that interview with my bitch Edward. Bitch, I love him. You know what, y'all? I want to mix it up a little bit. I want to shake it up. I'm gonna do something different. I'm not doing um. I'm not doing um, the chats this week, BKA, aka the church announcements. I'm gonna just do me 
um, since I'm so behind on tea sipper letters because I've had um, interviews for the past month. Um, I'm gonna catch up on two tea sipper letters. Um, send your tea sipper letters in to me at black at black.t.pie at gmail.com. Um, I just I don't want to let y'all down, and I don't I know y'all want to hear this stuff on air and not just you know answer it through via email. So I'm gonna um read off two tea sipper two tea sipper tea. God damn, bitch. Cat got my phone. Two tea sipper letters and um just to give my feedback on it. And remember, I'm not a professional. I'm just giving y'all my motherfucking experience. Um, so the first tea sipper letter that I received, it says, Hey Adam Chris, I love your energy. Thank you for being consistent with your content. I have a serious question that I want feedback on. Thank you, by the way. I am 21. But five years ago, my mom has struggled with addiction my entire life. Wait, it says, but five years ago, my mom. Okay, it says, my mom, I'm going to reword it because I think he made a typo. So it says, I am 21 years old. My mom has struggled with addiction my entire life. Five years ago, I was placed in a foster home at the age of 16 when she abandoned me. I'm at a place in my life where I want to forgive her and rebuild a relationship with her but for but for the first phone call i'm not sure what to say if you were in this situation what and how would you administer the conversation thanks anonymous hi hi a9 hi friend um this is um like i said i'm i can't even give you my experience because i haven't experienced this before but just sitting and thinking what would be the first thing to come to my head if I've made a phone call to my mother that has abandoned me that previously abandoned me and um hmm well like what would you what would I say first I would ask her how she's doing um and you know when you're approaching things like this when you're approaching like hurdles and shit I feel like we we try to play it safe and not ask certain certain questions when you're trying to search for or seek forgiveness for something that someone done to, has done to you i'm gonna say this um when seeking to forgive someone for something that you had no control over and you were weren't the one that caused this hurt to yourself um i feel as though we shouldn't be um I don't want to say we shouldn't care about their feelings, but they obviously didn't care about yours five years. Your mom didn't care about yours five years ago. So I think anything that you want to know, you should ask her straight up. Regardless of, because for situations that I have been in previous, like in my life, not with my parents, I've never been in this, but with other, just other people in general, I've kind of, for people that have hurt me, I've kind of um, tried to like, show for show that i forgive them and um make a phone call or meet up with them but when i did meet up with them or approach them and let them know that i forgave them it was kind of like i was very cautious about their feelings about what i said because i didn't want to ask any questions that would offend them and that sounds crazy as fuck when you say it verbally and aloud because like i say things register differently when you say it out loud um and that sounds crazy to tell to me right now because like why am I caring about how they feel when what they did to hurt me years ago or whenever months ago, weeks ago, days ago, they didn't care about how it hurt me. So why should I care about what I say to them uh, as far as me forgiving them? So 
I think you should go into the situation and just express to your mom, you know, like ask her how she's doing first and foremost. Start it off on a good, positive note. Um, send her best wishes like, hey, I hope you're doing well. Um, I'm fine. I just wanted to let you know that I do forgive you. Um, but you have the right to ask her, why did you abandon me? Are you still an addict? What steps have you taken to overcome that addiction? Or do you want to change? Or do you just want to stay the same? You have that right to ask those questions because you need closure. You need, um, you, you need, you need all your answers. You need all your questions answered to, to, to heal, to move on. Um, I feel like because when you, when we are telling someone we forgive them and it's still unanswered questions, we're really not healing. It's just that we are kind of like smooth going, like just smoothing over it, like just putting it in the back we're still sacrificing our feelings for them i think we should just totally pour out exactly how we feel about the situation and like i say it's not what you say it's how you say it but you should definitely say exactly what's going on in a respectable way that way she receives it in a good way and not just be like you're coming from a negative place even though you're angry or mad but i feel like you should definitely ask all the questions that you want to ask and they should be answered if they're not answered from there you know where you go i mean because it's been five years surely she isn't the same five years later surely she's changed surely she's taken steps to better herself and surely she will understand why you would want these questions answered so that's exactly how we're going to that situation i would not go into it being precautious of anything but i do i do suggest you to be um, kind and respectful when asking the questions that you won't answer when um, stating the facts that you want her to know and how she made you feel because obviously you're coming from a good place because you want to forgive her so make sure that's coming out in your tone of voice make sure that 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 sense of um caring is is being shown whenever you're expressing it to her don't just come out being rude and nasty because any no one wants to be treated that way no one wants to really you know be approached that way and you do have to in that case you do have to go into it with a little sensitivity so just that's exactly how i would answer bud i mean i hope that helped you like i said i haven't been in this situation so i don't know exactly the right answer for you um but yeah that's how i would do it best wishes and i hope everything works out as planned so we have another um tea sipper letter that i want to read and for all the tea sipper letters that i don't read online bitch i will answer it in the in um via email i will email you back it's just certain ones i pick and choose that i feel like my listeners need to hear so moving on to this one it says hey btp i like that um i have a huge problem let's jump right into it then bitch first i'm a stylist okay welcome i have i have and i have trouble with saying no I did some work, in parentheses, free, for a friend that turned out amazing. But now, she has offered my free services to others. Granted, I would love to do the work to add to my portfolio, but I also want to be confiscated for my work. How do I approach her and the client about this? Regards, a broke stylist. <laughs> That's cute, because I know exactly how I feel to be a broke stylist. <laughs> um... First, you approach the friend and let her know, hey, I don't appreciate you um, 
I don't know why the fuck y'all be asking me for advice. I'm really a rude bitch, but I'm trying to come from a good place with y'all motherfuckers. First, you let the bitch know, hey, um, I don't appreciate you offering my services for free. I did that as a favor for you. Um, and I really feel like that she should be the one to clean this situation up with that client. Um, if you absolutely don't want to do it for free, I feel like she should be the one to clean this up. Um, it's, you didn't tell that client she was going to do anything for free and then you now you want to charge. That was her doing. She can't tell you what you are going to charge for your services. So you should definitely take that up with that um, friend. And and for people out there who um, are, are networking and linking people together, please don't um, indicate a fee or something that's going to be free of charge if you not have if you have not talking to that entrepreneur or that individual about them and their brand and what they charge for their brand just don't bring it up say oh i will get in touch with them and see how much they charge but and also don't tell when somebody's doing something free for you because that is that just leaves a segue for them to be like oh hey can you ask them can they do this for me like can they do this favor for me no bitch and as you being a friend and trying to put two people together you should want your friend's brand to grow brands don't grow off fucking friendship brands don't grow off favor I mean, it does, you can't have favor, favor, you know, whatever, but not doing favors or putting out favors. No, we have to put money into this shit. Us as artists, we are like literally out here basically begging for money. Like, it's not that we're begging, but it's kind of like we have to um, do a lot of free things to get um to the level where we can charge so i mean don't take away from your friend's brand help your friend's brand grow you can't grow off uh friendship bitch i mean you, your brand can't grow off friendship i'm sorry it can't bitch it go, it's gonna take a coin behind it because this shit costs money my gas my clothing my shoe wear my eyewear bitch my pocketbooks all that shit costs this shit is not free i can't go into fucking neiman's and be like oh we got good friendship can i get these fucking shoes can i get these slacks can i get this dress for friendship no this shit costs money so don't take away from your friend's uh, pockets if your friend want to do it for free let that friend tell that client that they would do it for free not you bitch you the third person you the liaison bitch you remain the liaison you don't mention nothing about no coins bitch no currency no none of that bitch anyway i hope that answered your, your question um a broke stylist um check that friend and let that bitch know you was wrong for that um and i don't feel like you should go into it being um cautious because bitch she wasn't cautious about your prices so moving on bitch i appreciate y'all this is the end of i guess we're going to consider this the chats bka aka the church announcements thank y'all for governing y'all selves accordingly um i think i do have a mental, mental note for y'all hoes y'all just have to wait and see fuck v103 bitch this is the mental note um i do want to shout out to Lil Nas x for coming out on the very final last day of pride yesterday um shout out to him i feel like and what i want to send the message that i want to send through my mental note this week is um let's stop worrying about society's reaction i feel like he waited until he reached some some like his his level of stardom that he wanted to reach before he released that because i feel like it would have affected his sales his um his uh 
support system, his fans, it would have affected all of that. I think he had to re he felt like he wanted to reach a certain level before he did ex disclose that information. Um, shout out to him. Y'all living y'all truth. I hope you all had a happy pride month. Um, fuck what society got to say. We breaking barriers in fucking 2019. Fuck all that. LGBTQIA. Um, love y'all. Love everyone. Even my straights. Um, thank y'all for tuning in to Black Tea Pie episode 35, bitch. Follow me on Instagram at it's Adam Chris. Follow the podcast um, Instagram at Black Tea Pie. Email me any questions or concerns at black.t.pie at gmail.com and shout out to my new assistant i will be releasing that maybe next week i just got a little things to tweak but yes bitch i'll see y'all motherfuckers next week i hope y'all enjoy me black tea you got it girl you got it hey you got it girl you got it. yeah pretty little thing you got a bag and now you violent you just took it off the line, no mileage Way they hitting you, the DM looking falling Talking while you come around and now they silent Through the Cooper 17